This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. Just because you fell down, don't believe you can pick yourself up again. Just because it looks broke, don't believe it. Welcome back. That's from Jingle Jangle. Yes. And the voice is Marisha Wallace. That is uh, from Jingle Jangle, a Christmas journey, which should be if, if and I don't care what your complexion is, what your, your hue is. This should be right up there with the Grinch, with, with a Christmas carol, with all of the Miracle on 34th Street. Jingle Jangle should be must watch television on Netflix, let me welcome the creator, one of the creators. Yes, that's right, Miss Lynn Sisson Talbert. Welcome. Thank you, here. Thank you for all the love. I thank you. I really appreciate it. Now I uh, and Drew's here as well. I am a serial television watcher because uh, that's my escape. I don't do drugs or alcohol, so I I, I deep dive into a lot of television. Uh, and I was like, let me see. Well, first of all, you got. Felicia Rashad, you got Forrest Whitaker, you got Anita Noka Rhodes, you got you got uh, Ricky Martin, his raggedy ass, Keegan Michael Key, and it's just you know the little girl is amazing and the the singing, I'm like this is the Wiz meets I mean it's just like everything. I was reading somewhere that your husband David was watching television with with your son. And he was like, yeah, let's watch. And, and your son wasn't connecting culturally. And he was like, well, we got to create something for him. Is that the story? That's, that is part of it. That was the push. That was the final push. Um, initially, this, we started incubating this 20 years ago, actually, as a Broadway musical. Because um, we come from theater. And as the years were going by, we could never quite get the music right, never quite get a few things right. And finally, one day I said, let's just do it as a movie. And that just like opened the floodgates on creativity and pitched it around to a few studios. And they just couldn't see it because never been done with all the visual effects and all of that. They just didn't see us in that way. And um, had done a film with Netflix. And when we went there, went back in, it was a great experience. And Dave was speaking with them. He's like, what are you looking for? And they're like, well, we're looking for some big ideas. And he said, well, I have a big idea. And he told them about the film. And he said, you know, every year I sit down with my son and we want to watch something that reflects the things that I watched as a child, you know, Annie, Mary Poppins, you know, all of our favorites as kids, the musicals, and there's nothing where they look like us. And he goes, Scott Stuber and Nick Nesbitt, the executives and the president said, you're right. And we need to do something about that. And he pitched them the idea. They bought it in the room and they said, don't, write your imagination. Don't write the budget, write your imagination. Mm. Wow. And you never hear that ever in Hollywood. 
wow, this and, is a particular time, Lynn, yeah. and you're seeing, uh, and, and I was talking to somebody today about just this very thing that when, when folk who aren't in our culture, they, they handpick stars, they handpick what we want to see. And in, mm-hmm. by and large, we're just happy to see ourselves. So when Julia's on television for the first time, we're going to flock and we're going to watch Julia. My parents' generation was Nat King Cole. You know, we're going to flock to the television. But when we get to determine who we are, it's always going to be successful when we get to show up as our full selves if they would just get out of the way. Like, you can't determine what what works for there would never be a Tyler Perry if white executives had to determine whether or not this man had the right stuff. He would not have existed. So I'm glad that they opened their wallets finally. Yeah. And I mean, you know, coming from an audience that we programmed for me 20 years, David, almost 30 years, I, we know what we want. You know, we speak to them, we we talk to them, we talk about the stories, we talk about the situations going on. And sometimes we wanna be in a fantasy world. You know, we wanna see ourselves fly like Mary Poppins. You know, that was the thing. I wanted my son to believe he could fly, you know? And I wanted to fly as a little girl. I mean, I watched the movie and my inner child is touched, you know? And that's where it starts. And, you know, it's important and it's, the, the world, I mean, people from Africa are calling me saying, I see myself, you know, people from just all walks of life are saying they see themselves in this. And that is what touches us so much and what we wanted and at a high level. Listen, your imagination, if they said right for your imagination and not the budget, y'all's imagination is out of this world stratospheric to see black people centered in this way and just beautifully shot. I mean, we don't always see like, just like the nuts and bolts of how we show up on television. It's been a long time since we've seen black people, all different shades, all different hair textures and hair colors beautifully shot, right? And so just kudos to everybody who touched it in it in relation to that. But my question for you is, you said that you had a vision for this in the beginning, but your vision had to pivot for you to get it to across the finish line. Talk about the shift that you had to make. Okay, well, we can't get this on Broadway. Broadway is what we know. Broadway is what we've been doing. Broadway is how we saw this originally. What was that shift for you as an artist and as a businesswoman to get from maybe Broadway isn't the way this dream comes to fruition. Well, when Broadway, the stage in general just limits you because you have a proscenium. And so to be able to do it in film, sky's the limit. You know, this is the first time we had delved into visual effects. And, you know, people think that that's stock motion, but that those are all CGI characters that were created and developed. And that to it actually expanded our imagination to be able to do it from a film format you know i'm thinking of the lighting i'm thinking of the wardrobe and costume designing i'm thinking of what ways to layer it to make it truly authentic and speak to first to us and then to the world and so that once i had the team built that I could build that where they work at the highest level. It's like, I'm gonna surround myself with what I need to get get it beyond the finish line. 
you know, because because I feel like this is going to open doors for other people. You know, this is breaking talent. It The responsibility is much more than just the project itself, because this will set it up for other people to do projects like this. So yes. if I blow it, I'm not just blowing it for us. You know, I'm blowing it for the people behind me. So it 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 was just very important that the details are met and paid attention to. And you can watch it, and as you have done, Karen, you know, a few times, and you'll see something new, and something mm -hmm. new, and something new. And that's what I believe shows a great project, layers and layers of storyline, of, of details that you'll continue to see every time. And the acting, I mean, Felicia Rashad, in front of the fireplace with her grandbabies, you know, and it, you, if you're a person that loves, you know, this kind of world, I grew up on Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and all that. And, you know, you never once questioned, you know, sound of music and all, like, why am I not represented here? You just, because we have an imagination, we see ourselves in everything, which makes, I think us, that's a superpower. But to watch her, her regalness, you know, telling the story of Geronicus, you know, and that's like, at the end, the reveal and, and on the weaves and the twists and turns, I was like, this is, this is a classic instantly. It's an instant classic and I love it. Uh, now you have books, which I also love because I think you have to codify everything you do in a book. That's just my yeah. thought. Uh, yeah. Tell us about the Jingle Jangle uh, book, picture book for kids, different ages. Talk about mm -hmm. it. Yes, yeah, so the first one is called The Square Root of Possible, which is based on the song in the film that Journey sings, The Square Root of Possible. Um, those themes just throughout the film are something that one that helped me get through the <laughs> helped me get through the movie because I define my square root of possible many times while making it. And also I just want children to look at finding their square root of possible, but also looking at STEM education, where layering it in there in a magical, fun way. Um, so that's a picture book that I did with an amazing illustrator, Tara Nicole Whitaker. Um, and then the middle grade book is called The Jingle Jangle, The Invention of Geronicus Jangle. And it just delves into the story a little bit more with some more details for um, ages 10 and up. And the full circle moment was having Felicia Rashad, who plays the grandmother, read the audio book of the middle grade book. So if you just want to listen to, to the wonderful voice of the grandmother going to sleep at night while listening to a great story with your family, you could do that too. And, and as I was watching, there was a lot of math, which I yeah. said, man, I wonder how this is going to awaken. Because again, if you can't see a thing, you can't be a thing. That's For our right. kids to see a mathematician, you know, an inventor, somebody, and then his grand, his daughter, and then his granddaughter all have this gift of seeing numbers. It reminded me of Queen's Gambit, where she could see in the ceiling, the, the piece, the chess pieces move, you know, in her mind's eyes, she can play out the whole board. I was watching, I was like, yeah, we need to be able to see how that works. Who's yes. mathy? Who's mathy in your life, Lynn? Who's the, who's the math person? My father was it was an optometrist. He was actually the first black optometrist licensed in the state of Nevada. Um, and my, my nephew who actually helped consult to do a lot of the formulas, he's an engineer. 
And um, so my mother is a genius at math as well. Um, so it's kind of funny because I'm I'm not I'm I'm good at other stuff, not so much in the sciences, but I can figure it out. Um, but I love to I love to see it. I love to see the formulas solved. I love to see how to put them together. It's more of an aesthetic thing for me um, looking at it. But then I want it to make sense as well. So that that is what was so fun to layer those formulas and to call them things like the square root of possible, you know? So it just made it much more fun. You talk about layering and I, I, I love the create the creative aspect, but you have to be a great business person to, to get your creativity out there. And so can you talk about some of the importance around taking your concept and then making your concept multiply? Right. Not just a not just a song, but a book, not just a book, but a book and then video. Like, can you talk a little bit about the way you think about amplifying and multiplying your assets? Yes. Well, I mean, I think at the end of the day, you're not really reinventing the wheel. You're looking at those who have been successful before you and you're saying, how can I replicate that? I mean, Disney's been doing it for years. Um, other studios have been doing it for years, but Personally, for me, I, I do do the research. I, um, David and I both, we our due diligence with what is the highest level and how can we get there and what are the tools that we need. Um, I, our, our lighting designer, you know, I always found it pretty frustrating when I would watch films and I noticed that how we are lit is not properly done. You know, we don't look our true shades that we look, you know, sometimes the, our complexion can look a little green or grainy and the lighting isn't set for us. So it's very important for me to talk to our lighting director about things like that. And what things do we need to do to adjust that? Because we are gonna have these gorgeous shades. So there's so many levels that you have to pay attention to. And I'm a, I'm a TV and movie buff as well, uh, Karen. So, you know, it just, it's, it's, implementing all of those things that I see and seeing, how can I do this? How can I make this mine? How can I do it this way? And from the business perspective, um, com coming from theater and really doing our own thing where there were no rules, you know, from the front door to the back door, not only are we handling on the stage, but we're handling concessions, we're making t-shirts, we're figuring out how to market, you know, we're going across the country and on radio stations and TV. So, it's, it's, I feel like we've always had that marketing mind and David actually uh, graduated with a degree in marketing from Morgan State University. So um, we, we're always thinking of what are ways to layer it? You know, what are ways to make it better? And with a piece like this, I too want it to be a classic. So how can I do that? We need books, we need toys, we need, you know, all of these things because I just want these images to live forever. Is there gonna be a buddy, a buddy we're toy? Huh? Yes, we're working on that. Okay. Yes, we're working on that. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Listen, I, I love that. I, I just want to point out to our to our audience too that 
Netflix isn't doing this out of benevolence, right? Black households have steadily increased subscriptions to streaming services from 65% in 2019 to 70% in 2020. We are the audience that everybody is looking at. There's a reason why diversity is showing up on TV and it is not because people just won't be nice to black folks. It is because we are the audience, we have the power, we are making these platforms go and our content is what is driving and drawing people to the platforms, bar none. The top 20 advertisers spend on media focused on black folks has increased from 3.34 from 3.34 billion in 2011 to 3.86 billion in 2019. That's a 16% increase in what the top 20 advertisers are spending to reach black people. They are spending that money to reach us because we are important. That's right. That is right, Drew. And that's a big reason why we do this because we have to control another side of it is not only just the buying power, but it's also the selling power. And at the same time, you know, worldwide, you know, there's there when, when we did this, we filmed this movie eight months in London and I'm speaking to a whole nother culture of, of Black people in Europe where they don't even have access to what we have access to here. Yep. So it's, it's showing across the board and across the world that um, th this market dollar matters. And we spend the most, as you say, especially on products and things like that. But why don't we have, why aren't we putting up money for films and doing different things like that. We partnered with a hair company that's black owned by Monique Rodriguez, Mayel Organics. So we partnered with them because that's another layer of, of making sure that black hair is taken care of in the filming industry, which is a big mm. problem. You know, a, lo a lot of the women, their hair is being pulled out. It's not being taken care of because the stylists on set are not educated. You know, there was one black department head that I found in London that, and that's it. No, no others. It's but not now that here. we're in this position, we can demand that, right? Um, right? And then one last thing before I let you go, the, the, how do, how do we make an impact? Do we have to keep clicking on it? Like how does that, does that matter? Yes, if we keep click clicking on, on it. it. Give it the thumbs up, watch it all the way through because they pay attention to everything. Tell friends to, to watch it on not just your friend's account because Lord knows about eight, 20 of us are on one account. You know, <laughs> that's just <Shh>. normal. <laughs> we, Tell all we all um, so, but just watch it, give it the thumbs up, tell a friend, share with everyone, um, you know, get the books um, and just if you show the support and you're showing it on social media and talking about it in the media, it makes an impact. And we're grateful because people see that it's a classic. Well, the book Jingle Jangle, the invention of Jeronica's Jangle, middle school uh, grades and the square root of possible, the square square root of possible. We're going to actually play that song, which is part of the movie Jingle Jangle. Lynn, let me thank you for being here. Tell your husband I said hello. Lynn Talbot, Lynn Sison Talbot. Thank you so much. Oh, and if you get any of the books, you can download the song for free, Square Root of Possible. You can download it for free. Just go to jinglejangle.com and upload your receipt.